the best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell him, where are all the watch for Where the hey. brothers gonna be? Hey. <laughs> I just wanted to see what she was gonna do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. What up, what up? Good morning. Good Wednesday morning. It's up day. Welcome to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. I am Telly. Denise is out today, and I am pleased to be joined by none other than Bailey Coleman. Good morning, Bailey. Good morning, Telly. How are you? I am awesome, and I'm also a listener because I said the legendary Bailey the last time you were, you're like, look, don't be putting those labels right. on me. So exactly. it's the lovely Aww. Bailey Coleman Thank returning. You. Thank you so much. It's my honor to be in for Denise this morning. Woo! I tell you though, getting up this early, that you know. <laughs> that was I the first in. thing you said to me. I, like, woo. I came in with one eye open. I was like, is this where's my mic? Right here? <laughs> It's Ooh. early, but we got to get the people going. Yeah, we got to get the people going. Well, certainly uh, with my uh, vanilla espresso this morning, shout out to uh, Benjamin over there. Uh, I'm ready to go. Yeah, what's up, Benjamin? Good morning to you. It's amazing. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> that espresso going to have a break dancing exactly. in a minute, ain't it? <laughs> okay, okay. I saw him being offered it up. He was like, oh, you you might want to do that espresso. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. I was just trying to get the regular latte, but he's shouting out espresso. So I was like, oh, okay, Yeah, he okay. wanted to see you percolate. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, this is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly in for Denise Thomas. This morning is Bailey Coleman, and it's Wednesday. It is game two of the Eastern Conference first round playoff matchup between the Miami Heat and your Milwaukee Bucks. Ouch. Well, you know... How you feeling? How you feeling? You know, They're down see, one why, game. This is why I have a difficult time watching. Okay, okay. Watching sports. Too many emotions involved? It's emotional. <laughs> I get all Carl Thomas on everybody. I'm emotional. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I know everybody and don't know nobody, right? <laughs> I feel like I'm Giannis's first cousin or something like that, and I don't even know Giannis. I love him, though. I love, I love the whole situation, you know. But, but we're going to see if he's able to play. That tailbone injury, they're calling it a lower back injury. He fell really hard right on his back. And the last time I checked, there's no cushion on that hardwood floor. See, look, here's all I'm saying. 
okay? Little duct tape will help everything. We get there early <laughs> enough, Ooh. we tape up his leg or whatever the problem is, and we just, you know. I, I don't know if duct tape going to help this one, baby. <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> so we're going to go with the official <laughs> diagnosis and ruling. <laughs> and it is has been listed as Giannis is doubtful for game two. He did not practice yesterday, but rumor, well, sources say that he just received treatment and was feeling better. But Bailey, even if he's able, it sounds serious. Sound yeah, like, yeah, no, I no, mean, it because like, look, okay. it sounds like he needs some tussin. Look, he might need rub that tussin. <laughs> <laughs> that tussin get anything right. <laughs> but Bailey, let's just think about it. When the Bucks made their championship run in nineteen, right? Right. Wasn't it twenty nineteen? Yeah. Okay. If you recall, there was a game against the Atlanta Hawks where Giannis's knee, like, bent so far back. Right. I remember that. Uh, yeah. But he was able to return, which to this day, I've been covering sports mm-hmm. for over 20 years. Right. I've never seen anyone sustain an injury like that and come back and not just play, right. but ball out. Right. Like, right. <laughs> right. 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 And... And for him to remove himself from the game in game one after that happened right. and then not return, right. I was like, Giannis is hurting. Right. Because his threshold for pain right. is extremely high. Right. And for him to not return, I was like, man, that's not good. Right. It's not he, good. He called his mama. <laughs> he called his mama. She got something for him. All the well, doctors and all that. She got something for him. <laughs> you know for a fact. For the last few since Sunday, they've been doing Mr. Miyagi. Oh, uh, right, exactly. <laughs> numb your whole ring and kill on him. They've been <laughs> they've called him the best <laughs> whomever from around the world. Yes, I'm sure. To get him back going but should be very interesting truth nation we want to know what are your feelings going into game two tonight at fiserv forum between the heat and bucks game two Giannis is listed as doubtful and you gotta assume even if he does play at what percentage will he be well it will and and here's another thing now let's i remember back when he was hurt in the last playoff run Mm-hmm. And the Bucks came together to win, right? They won other games without him. Yes. So they need to just fall back, regroup, get it together. Let's go. Yeah. Well, because they got they got. Let's let's be real. They got some really really great players. Mm-hmm. You know, of course. You know, we look at Giannis as the leader, but there are so many great players on yes. that team. Yes, very I know, talented. I know very a couple deep. names. I don't want to name a whole bunch because they're both oh, you don't have to. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know I know. <laughs> <laughs> look, Bucks fans know what they got, right? And, exactly. and the roster they have, and and exactly. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. 
I tell you, um, it's going to be interesting. They it got, is. It is great, so going to be interesting. They got a great bench. They're going to do well. They're going to yeah. do well regardless. It's going to be. It'll probably be a little tougher because Giannis do pull out the little points and everything. Yeah. You know? yeah but look. but they they can they can go on and do that. Who is the Heat anyway? Uh, Nobody care about them. Well, the Heat well, won game won. one. <laughs> <laughs> but I. I, I, you know, Ben Jamin was talking before the show. He was like, you know, I ain't worried at all. Ben, what, what, what's your worry level going into game two in this rest of this series? I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm confident, Telly. Um, one of the many, many reasons is because, you know, the, the Bucks, how they have structured their team, uh, it isn't all about Giannis, right? It isn't all based off of Giannis. Uh, uh, their bench is even well, right? So when they go into this game two, uh, going against the Heat, and, and even with that being said, right, the Heat rely heavy on Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero, he, he's even injured. I yeah. don't know if he's going to play again in game two. Oh, right. no, no. He's done the rest of the year. He just had the surgery rest of the yesterday. Year, Tally? Yeah, well, well they said well, if. Well, they said <laughs> if. Bravo, bravo. Yeah, if he can, uh, if the Heat make the finals, which. We know that probably will not happen. But if the Heat make the finals, he can return then. He broke his hand, had surgery, so he's done for the rest of this series. Well, prayers up for Tyler Hero. He he is uh, from Wisconsin, all right? But he should have stayed in Wisconsin, all right? He should be playing for the Milwaukee Bucks, okay? All right, because then being down there in Florida, messing around with them Florida boys, all right, you're going to lose, all right? So Milwaukee Bucks, game two, it is what it is. Y'all know what it is. There it is. You heard it from Ben Jabby. We yeah. want to know what you think out there, Truth Nation, 833-212-1017. Let us know where your feelings are heading into game two because it looks like Giannis will not be playing. But as Bailey gave us her deep insight yes. on the Bucks, they have other good players. Yes, they do. <laughs> and one of them. Is Chris Middleton who scored thirty three in game one? I like Middleton. I like Holiday. Who yeah. else they got? They got a whole bunch of Lopez, people. Lopez, who was second in um Look, in, in the Defensive Player of the Year voting. All I know is when I was coming in and I drove past the Pfizer Forum, I saw a bunch of faces out there, yeah. and they're all Bucks players, <laughs> and they got big banners, <laughs> and let's pull from the squad. Let's go. <laughs> Will be very, very interesting in game two tonight. And the series, of course, shifts to South Florida for game three and game four, and then they'll alternate. Game five in Milwaukee, game six in Miami, game seven in Milwaukee, if necessary. Hopefully, we won't be talking about this series past five games. And, um, it, you know, Bucks fans, I feel like because of the history that the Bucks have, it right. almost kind of feels like, okay, we don't want the shoe the other shoe to drop on us right, right now. Exactly. And, and, uh, but I definitely have to, I don't think I have to give optimism to Bucks fans, but in my personal opinion, I think they clearly have enough to beat the heat in this series. And if they are able to get Giannis some rest, let's do that. Let's not try to push him and try to have him play through injuries in the second game of the first round of the playoffs. Right. You know, like, <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I'm thinking long game here. Right. And and uh, I think you're going to need him in the third round right. or 
in the finals more than you need him in the first round against a very inferior team that you're facing in the Miami Heat. Let me just say this. We need Giannis all the time. We need Giannis all the time. Of course, in a a, a perfect world, that's what you want. Right, exactly. But, I mean, these guys are machines. They've just played 82 games, (laughs) and uh, that's a long, tough grind. Absolutely, absolutely. And Absolutely. and then at the end of that grind, it's like, oh, okay, we're going to intensify it even more, <laughs> and now it's the playoffs. <laughs> and you're playing for something. <laughs> but uh, once again, Truth Nation, we want to know what you're thinking, what how you're feeling. Uh, you know, it's playoff time. It's exciting time. It's been a feels like a long wait since that game one loss on Sunday, but nonetheless. Uh, game two is here. It's at Pfizer Forum tonight, and we are looking to see if the Bucks can even the series at one game apiece. Other sports news, since we are on sports, and a feel-good story, a feel-good moment, but also may want to get your thoughts on what will you do, meaning the feel-good story in DeMar Hamlin. So... Everybody knows he had the uh, the cardiac, cardiac arrest, arrest. during a, a Monday night football game. Right, Buffalo Bills playing against the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. Right, he basically had to be resuscitated twice on the field. Right, before even getting to the hospital. Exactly, and we're giving you that backstory because now three and a half months <laughs> later, they have he has been cleared, cleared. to return. To the field. Right. Now, see, you know, I said when we were talking about Giannis and everything, and I said the whole thing about duct tape and all that kind of stuff and getting it together, we could get back. That don't mean your heart, though. You can't do that with (laughs) Boy, Bailey, that is tough. You know? (laughs) I mean, okay, let's – we're not even going to speak as the athlete. We're going to speak – I'm going to allow you to speak as a mom. And if that's your son – and he literally died twice on the field. And he comes to you and says, hey, mom, feeling good. Doctors have cleared me. I want to return to football. What do you do? But before <laughs> Bailey answers that question, we are going to take a break. On the other side, we are going to get Bailey's answer. Once again, Truth Nation, chime in. 833-212-1017. Not only your feelings towards game two between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat, but DeMar Hamlin cleared to return to football. What would you do? We'll be back after the break. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Welcome back to 
Truth Be Told with E.T. and Telly live from the American Family Insurance Studios at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. In for D.T. this morning is Bailey Coleman. Hey, hey. For the break. Hey, hey. What were we talking about, Bailey? Matt, wait a minute. Before we get to that, shout out to Benjamin <laughs> for that uh, that new addition up in here, the NE up in here. They, we on, they on tour right now, right? You know what? They've been back on tour ever since they had the new edition, uh, the the special on, what was that, BET or something okay, like that? Okay, okay. The, uh, they, they've been off and on tour all over the place. You know, you really have to, if you're a new edition fan, they, are, they were the last of the showmen. Now everybody just lets their pants hang off their behind. But I'm telling you, <laughs> they were the last of the show. So they've been on tour all over the country. And, I mean, they're at, if you haven't gone to see them, you need to go see them because, you know. Is Bobby with them? I know Bobby, Bobby is with them. Okay. I and knew Bobby, he took some look, time off. Bobby with bit. them. Okay. He, He's selling his barbecue sauce and the booze sauce. He, Bobby got a whole situation going on. Yes, Bobby that sounds like it. Yeah, Bobby can cook. <laughs> Bobby does his thing. You know, speaking of music and stuff, it's a good time to read this. After more than 60 years of entertaining people across the world, the R&B Soul Kings, the OJs, I like the OJs, they're doing their final tour, and we have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to see them live. Tune in to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris all week as he will be giving away a pair of tickets to see the OJs perform at the Riverside Theater on Sunday, May 14th. This is a must see concert. Get your tickets today by visiting papstheatergroup.com or by listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris this week for your chance to win a pair of free tickets. Now, just an aside, for those of you that loved Levert and all that, Eddie Levert is Gerald Levert's father Mm -hmm. and the father of Sean Levert. And he, when he goes out, because, you know, his sons are no longer with us. They both passed. Yeah, yeah. He throws in some Levert songs that y'all might want to go on and check that out. Wow. Like, you know. Yeah. You want to hear a little Casanova? Because Daddy, da- look, Daddy LaVert, they sounded just like their father. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you want to hear a little Casanova, some stuff like that, you know. Get your groove on. Uh, hey, there were some great LaVert <laughs> records in there, too. LaVert had some great records. So he throws some of their, he usually will throw some of their biggest hits in there when you go, uh, if you get a chance to go see them. The yeah. OJs themselves are a great show, though. Yeah, so yeah. for sure. Check them out. Listen to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. When you a pair of free tickets, go check out the OJs. Before the break, okay. we were talking about DeMar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills cornerback who suffered a cardiac arrest on the football field during an NFL football game. And three and a half months later, mm-hmm. no, keep in mind, mm-hmm. I got to give the, the backstory in case right. you're just joining us. DeMar Hamlin had to be resuscitated twice. Twice. On the field before even getting to the hospital. Mm-hmm. It was touch and go for a very long time. And thankfully, fortunately, he was able to recover fully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently yes. because he has been cleared to return to the football field medically cleared everyone says he's all good 
three and a half months after this occurs. Right. Bailey, you, you mama Bailey now. Okay. And I got one. This is your child's dream to play in the NFL. Okay. Make a lot of money doing so. Okay. And he has an opportunity to return to the field. What do you do? Okay, full disclosure. First of all, my son's godfather is a former Packer player, William Henderson. Okay. Former starting fullback. Right. So, Big, right, uh, my uh, brother, a uh, 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 high school football coach. So, and football was a huge thing in my family just coming up. Yeah, right? I'm starting to realize you had a lot, you yeah, had a lot had, of skin in this. Had, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So my son played high school football uh, um, his freshman and sophomore years of, of high school. Now, a movie came out, and I think it starred Will Smith. And it was about brain injuries to football players. Yes, yes. He saw that movie. Gosh, what was Concussion. the name of that movie? Concussion. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Great movie, he, by the way. NFL th- did not want Will Smith he, to make that movie. He he saw that movie and quit football. Wow. So, with that being said, but if he had made it this far and it was his dream and that happened... I would say to him, <laughs> I wouldn't say, are you crazy? But I would say, <laughs> for me personally, it would be like, okay, Lord, what you saying? Because you done showed me twice because I, I, I was going twice on the field. Oh, right? Gosh. But then, look, look. But then DeMar Hamlin said that he's walking by faith and he feels like this is his testimony. And this is what, this is actually, because this is actually what God wants him to do, to show. I mean, he'd been in practice, we, but who are you? I would never want to guard him. Uh, I would never want to, <laughs> I would never want to have to tackle him, nothing. I would be on the field and be like, I ain't tackling you. <laughs> we can you know, uh, can we put a flag thing on him so we don't have to tackle him? You know, the little flag, the flag football yeah. thing. You pull the, can we do that? Because y'all tripping. Because this man died twice on the field. So if it were me, I would just, you know what? I would, find something else to do. I, well, if it was, if it were my son, I would ask him that very question. Do you feel like God is leading you to do this? Not. It, not because this is a financial situation for you, right? Mm-hmm. But is is God leading you down this path? Because if he is and this is your testimony, well, then, you know, because this is, obviously this is, has been his dream. He talked about that, right? Yeah. If yeah. you feel like that, then do what you need to do, but recognize you're taking a chance. Oh, gosh. You know, I mean— this is so different but because you, but there's there is walk people walk by faith now. There's a lot of things people jump out of right. planes. Yeah, faith. yeah. You hey, can't you, you can't, can't just be like uh, you know uh, everybody's testimony is different. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and that I mean that is his. You know, that's uh, up to him. Yeah. I don't know if you <laughs> caught me and Denise yesterday, but we were talking about the man in Oregon who said that God told him to flush out his family's bank account 
and oh. he gets on the highway and, and throws, throws it all it out. out. Yeah, my son told me about that. I was like, yeah, yeah I would wring your neck on that one. Make no mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes we have to realize... <laughs> Is it God? It was that God, right. or was that right. you know uh, right. <laughs> Leroy that was talking exactly. about that last weekend? I thought it was a right. good idea. Right? Like uh, you know, or, I just <laughs> or or did you have a little bit too much? To uh, yeah, drink and then yeah. That came into play. You know, uh, it's a reason why liquor stores are called wine and spirits. <laughs> well, you know what? I've heard that. I've heard that uh, that message from the pulpit. They're, they're saying that they're spirits. In those drinks. Hey, I don't know, but whatever those, whatever in those drinks or whispering some stuff that uh, they mistaken for God, I don't know. Right, now. Right. I don't know. I Bailey with Demar Hamlin being so young, right? You you would have to believe that the doctors would not clear him unless there was absolutely no chance for that happening again. But we also have to believe and think that if it happened once, it can happen again. And if he gets hit the wrong way or something happens, because the actual hit wasn't that violent. It just hit him in the wrong spot. And, and, uh, and then he kind of like just passed out and then it happened. But I, I think this is really tough because it's, it's tough to tell someone to, okay, you have to forfeit your dream just because something might happen. Every player that steps on the field, something might can happen that game. And so you're at the same odds well, as everybody else. Well, here's the thing, though. Usually it's a leg, an arm, a Right. Twist. It's not your heart. It's not yeah, your heart. Right. You ain't, co- <laughs> you ain't coding out there, you know. You're not out there coding. You <laughs> are so correct. Yes. And so I I just. Mm, it, do, what would you do? Oh, gosh. I I don't know. I mean. Shoot. I mean, I would definitely have to pray about it for a whole long Look, time. One of my mom's. Long, long time. One of my mom's <laughs> favorite stories about me when I was growing up, I was about six or seven and I was playing with this little Tonka truck mm-hmm. and that thing rolled over my toe and my toenail came off Ooh. and I said, I'm done playing with trucks. <laughs> and I never played with another truck again. Wow. Yes. And that was like eight. Wow. Yeah. So. I mean, if I almost died twice, <laughs> I mean, so basically, if if a truck did that to me, you already know where I'm at. Right. Like, But I'm also, once again, trying to put myself in his position as a 24-year-old. Now, it'll be different if he was at the end of his career and it's like, all right, well, I can go ahead and retire. It's all good. But being so young and still feeling like you have so much football ahead of you and Maybe he truly believes that he can be the testimony. He can be that story mm-hmm. that if this ever happens again, right. they can say, well, DeMar Hamlin came back. Right. So uh, there always has to be a first. <laughs> and maybe he will be the first that can resume his career. Maybe. Gosh. But, I mean, even if you're the organization, you're like, man, look, 
he almost died on us twice. Right. Like, I don't know if I want to give you a third time. Well, let me just say this. I, if I were that team, I would have the defibrillator, everything. It would be, like, right there on the side. We ain't taking no chance. Everything we can do. We're going to do it. We're going to do it, and we're going to be prepared. Wow. That is, oh, my Without question. Without question. Without question. Wow. Truth Nation, what are your thoughts? Would you return to the field if you're DeMar Hamlin or if you are a parent of DeMar Hamlin, would you try and deny him? Or, I mean, he's a grown man. You can't deny him. If he really wants to do it, he's going to do it. But would you suggest that this may not be the right thing to do? Once again, hit us up, 833-212-1017. More conversation on the other side of the break. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Every night she walks right in my dreams since I met her from the start. I'm so proud I am the only one who is special in her heart. The girl is mine. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. In for DT this morning is Bailey Coleman. Okay, I got to turn. Yeah. Turn my, ben didn't turn my mic on. Ben, <laughs> you know. I was jamming in the Michael Jackson. Oh, right, Ben, back there. I was on the vibe. Slow jamming by himself <laughs> back there. Right. Like, he had his arms right. wrapped around himself. Right. <laughs> Come on, Ben. You're loving yourself a little too much this morning. <laughs> a, little, a little soft love. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it, brother. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with it. Exactly. Yeah. We've been talking about DeMar Hamlin and his return to the football field, but we also want to get to some other headlines and we have some breaking news the milwaukee police department is asking for the public's help locating a critically missing 11 year old girl jamila bihana bahena i hope i'm saying that right is b-a-h-e-n-a bahena was last seen wednesday around 2 a.m near 20th street and cleveland avenue on milwaukee's south side Bahina is approximately five feet tall and weighs 90 pounds with brown hair and green eyes. Once again, the Milwaukee Police Department is asking for the public's help in locating this critically missing 11-year-old girl named Jamila Bahana. Bahina. Once again, I hope I am saying that correctly. Uh, in other news... Um, the woman accused of spitting on the teen in Shorewood uh, took the stand in her defense. And, uh, wow, Stephanie Rampkin, of course, is charged with misdemeanor disorderly conduct for spitting on Eric Lucas. Now, the amazing thing about this is, is uh, before we get to the audio, Ben, I want to set it up. But the amazing thing about this is, in case you haven't been updated about this this case, is um, 
the charges have been reduced from a hate crime to a misdemeanor disorderly conduct for spitting on this young man. And, but she is facing a felony charge for kneeing an officer when he was trying to arrest her. Oh, so. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's what, they, that's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do. Ben, let's hear the audio. saw um, a sea of humanity. As 67-year-old Stephanie Rapkin says she was driving home. Rapkin says she tried to make a U-turn. They're yelling at me and they're saying you almost hit the bicyclist and I just freaked out. I just, I jumped out of the car. I left everything behind. And started walking toward the marchers. I felt unsafe instantly. Okay. People were following, people were yelling. Rapkin said she was trying to get into a nearby parking garage. There was nobody to call or scream for help or... Okay. But they ran towards me pretty aggressively. She doesn't deny she spit at the teenager. He said, move your car. Did you spit towards him? I did, to get him to back away from me. Rapkin says she was still receiving cancer treatment, afraid of falling ill at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. I wanted to put like a mark on the ground. In your testimony, you would agree that you said, I spit on the ground. Yes. On cross-examination, the prosecutor said Rapkin never told police she spit at the ground. When the officer said, why did you spit on the kid? You said, because he was in my face like this, right? That's what you told him. Right, inartful. Inartful? Inartful. Okay. But not inaccurate. And inaccurate. There we go. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So she's admitting what she did. I, I know, Speechless. It, 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 trust us, uh, it's nothing wrong with your radio. It's right. just, this is truly radio silence because we are speechless. Everyone saw the video. Everyone saw the body cam police video when they interviewed her. And she said, yes, I spit on him. But she takes the stand and says... I was trying to spit on the ground, which after she spat, she never looked at the ground. She spat and looked directly at him. Bailey, you got to give us something. (laughs) Bailey is just like, like, oh, my God. This is crazy. (laughs) It is crazy. It, It is so crazy. So when people do things... And it seems like there's no repercussion. I believe in karma. Don't you? I I so believe in it. But <laughs> I also I also believe in what my eyes are what I see and what I saw in that video is nothing like she described it. First off, she decided to park her car in the middle of a protest. Right. Okay, so here's the thing. She gets out of her car <laughs> and then says she feels immediately threatened. <laughs> well, 
I guess. It, you're, you're, you're stopping in the middle of a protest, ma'am. So I guess you might feel threatened if you're blocking the way <laughs> of the protest. And what you might want to do, back up, try again. Different street, maybe. Different route. Uh, I just, that is the ultimate cry out. I felt threatened. I felt for my safety. Now, most folks, I would believe if I felt threatened, I'm going to get back in my car and hit that gas pedal. Exactly. And get on out of there. There you go. That's I'm not going to stick around and say, you know what? I'm continuing to feel threatened. <laughs> <laughs> Because eventually, what are you going to do? Well, I'll, You're going to react. I'll, I'll, I'll venture, th- venture you this. Most people would roll down their street, see the protest. I'm on the wrong street. They got, obviously, this is a protest. Let me back up and go back the other direction. Let's just get out of here and not start nothing. That's not what she wanted to do. I totally think this is a, a strong case of <laughs> white privilege. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I think she felt like it was privilege. It was uh, like I can do this. I am a sixty-eight-year-old white woman. Mm-hmm. I'm an attorney. She said she was sixty-seven. Please, yeah, okay. and, and like her age, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> most people don't want to claim no more years than they got. Well. Believe me, Bailey, this woman got more problems than Telly Hughes and one more year on her. (laughs) She clearly got other stuff going on. Wow. That is, uh, I mean, I don't know. I I just. I I mean. Let me ask y'all this. Where do y'all think this is coming from? You know, because. When I look at this story, right, and in recent recent articles, we have the situa- situation with Ralph Yarl, who was uh, shot by Andrew Lester. You know, honestly, I think this is uh, white people, older white people uh, living in a dystopia world right now, right? They never thought that these things right now would, would be where they are. You know, they, they see a bunch of black people out there uh, fighting for their rights, and the first thing that they, they do is tap into their ancestral DNA. Okay. Yeah. That's, That's a nice that way to put it, Ben. I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. I mean, when it comes down to even Ralph, y'all, he, he knocked on the door, and the first thing that Andrew Lester dude says is, I saw a big black man. First thing he thought was to shoot, you know, and he was only a 16-year-old kid. Right. And, I, 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 and I mean, even with that being said, right, we even have the, uh, the young lady, uh, and she was a younger white woman, pulls into a, a driveway, and she gets shot. And uh, uh, I hope that she's still alive, but it's like, what's going on in these, uh, the, the older uh, uh, white mentality right now? What, what is their mindset? And I think this is a, 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 a cry for, for them to try to continue on with their power structure. I think this, that's what more so of this is. Just like the, the white woman said, she was like, hey, I, I fear for my life as you're the one, uh, uh, um, as you're the one um, uh, approaching them. You know, you spat at them. Sure, they're protesting, but you uh, decided to involve yourself with inside of that. But really what she was trying to do was enact her, uh, her, her white privilege. She thought that if she hopped out that car and told those people to go home, that they would. All right, but sorry, sweetie. All right, this is not. Uh, this is not 1966. Okay. Yeah. All right, we are not. Uh, we we are not. 
not the older generation, all right? We we will be in your face, all right? We're going to continue to fight for our rights. We're going to continue to fight for what we believe in, all right? And I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to put it that way, but you know what? This world is changing, and we know in the next 20 years uh, who will be the majority and who will be the minority, and that's what they have to deal with right now. Yeah. We I, finna go march on Washington with that being. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I look. I We gotta fight I, for I, your right. For for me with with this whole situation, Ben, I think you really hit it on the head when in terms of feeling like I need to do something. She felt like she needed to do something or she wasn't feeling these protests or whatever the case may be. Mm. But w- every action has a reaction. Every action has a consequence. And you can't spit on someone and think that nothing is going to happen. And you're not going to ignite anybody by spitting on someone. That's like one of the most disgusting things you can do to another human being. Exactly. And I, if I had the opportunity and I were in his place or his parents, I would sue her. You know? Wow. I would, I would sue her. Here's another thing. Going back to the young man who was shot by the older white gentleman uh, for going and knocking on his door. Yes. Talking, he's at the wrong address. Yes. Telly and I were talking off off mic, and there's one thing, a very valid point that I believe it was my sister brought up. She said, "If he was, if he was scared, why did he open the door? Who does that?" Yeah, yeah, and it's also like I said too. Most criminals aren't going to knock on your door before they do something to you. Hello. Usually doesn't work that way. Not at all. Yeah, we definitely going to get more into that. That story, of course, the 16-year-old that was shot by a homeowner by mistakenly knocking on the door to pick up his siblings. And he was shot twice, one in the arm, one in the head. Thankfully, he has survived. He is recovering. And the perpetrator or the accused gunman was released on $200,000 bond. And we are definitely going to get more on that conversation in the second hour of Truth Be Told. We also have an interview coming up. It's April. It means it's Financial Literacy Month. We'll have an interview with someone, a representative from Educators Credit Union, coming up at the 8 o'clock hour. Once again, stick with us. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. And the night falls, and a call. He pulled up at 6.30 and a 745. As he waving shorty high, you know he's showing his bling out. She got in the car, he drove, he pulled his thing out. This girl called feeling she mad, she threw Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, live from the American Family Insurance Studios at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. April is Financial Literacy Month, and the truth has you covered on learning about how you can best manage your finances. Every Wednesday in April at 8 a.m., coming up in about six minutes, Truth Be Told will be joined by a representative from Educators Credit Union, which will be Brett Nielsen today, to discuss financial strategies to help you best manage your finances. That is every Wednesday this month on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly at 8 a.m. 
Bailey. Woo! A lot going on. A lot going on. We were kind of wrapping up on the DeMar Hamlin stuff. Also, the uh, woman accused of spitting on the teen took the stand in her own defense. And uh, and we were really perplexed on uh, about her whole testimony basically huh? right her whole testimony <laughs> what is going on here <laughs> what is going on we have no idea but we will definitely keep you updated we also mentioned that we are going to have more on the uh alleged shooter or the accused shooter of a 16 year old young man in kansas city who was trying to Pick up his siblings, and an 84-year-old homeowner shot him twice. He's been released on $200,000 bond. We will definitely have more on that a little later. But coming up at the 8 o'clock hour, we will be joined by Brett Nielsen from Educators Credit Union. This is Financial Literacy Month, and after the break, we will get educated about our money. That's Ooh. coming up next on Truth Be Told oh, wait with a minute, DT wait a and Telly and I, Bailey. What you got? You know what? I can't wait. You know, I bank. <laughs> I bank with Educators Credit Union. Okay, so I'm super excited to hear some. Oh, of the, Brett's going to be really but, proud of that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah he's going to okay. be happy about that. Okay, because yeah. I'm I'm excited about that. We got you know. We got our, our future savings over there, so we're looking forward to yeah. hearing what they have to say over there. And, and look, uh, uh, Bailey, Brett, he really drops the knowledge. He's been there for like 30 years, oh, so wow. whatever you want to know, he has you covered. He was telling us about credit scores and how often you should check them right. and things like that. And this, uh, on uh, coming up in our interview with Brett, we're going to discuss – how can you buy a car? You definitely want to listen up. Stay locked in. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly.